All right, you can uh, catch Dan Plezak on MLB Tonight, which is live seven days a week. Uh, it's MLB Tonight, so you can watch it every night. All right, let's talk some uh, baseball with him. Dan, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike, I'm doing good. How are you? All right. Uh, was here at City Field for the Subway Series. I don't know if that's what excites you guys right now. What What does excite you right now yeah, in does. baseball? You know what? I think what excites me most is I, I think this wild card in the AL is just turning out to be just uh, oh two weeks ago. Mike, it looked like the Angels were dead in the water, and you look top to bottom. The Yankees look like, you know, they're three games ahead in that wild card, but you have the, the Angels right now have that spot. You have the Twins a half a game back, the Royals a half a game back, the Mariners and Rays a game and a half, and even the Orioles and the, and the Rangers are two games back. So this AL wild card, wild yeah. and wacky, and it's going to be like that the rest of the way. And the Angels are fun, and listen, the Yankees will be in the wild card. They will be in one no of the teams. Uh, the little, other are you team, a little concerned with Chapman? I, I'm a little concerned. Well, listen, I think they, I, I think the best thing they could do right now is put him on the DL and let Robinson be the closer. I think I, that's I the best thing that could happen is he goes on the DL because he's been awful. I think they're more con- more than concerned. I don't think he'd be good this year under any circumstances. You, you know, Plus, I don't he, think I don't think he's going to be good in a setup role. I think if he loses, he gets demoted. I think he will be a mess because I think a lot of it is his mentality too. He's got a lot of swagger. You know, he's very much the closer. He's very much the guy with his earring and is this and is that. So to me, that's going to be something that he's not going to like either. So, And I think they've been very uh, very concerned about that. So to me, I think the best thing that could happen right now is they put him on a shelf, let Robinson close, and elevate Green into the role in front of uh, Batances uh, and make Batances the eighth and Green the seventh because Green has been one of the best-kept secrets in baseball. No doubt about it. I, and, and you know what? I take a look at this Yankees team. and they're, it's, it's, a, it's been a weird watch. You know, I, I thought they were like the talk of baseball and Aaron Judge the first three months of the season. No and then question. Right yeah. before the break, it looked like they were falling apart. Then after the break, they get hot again, and then they've looked average again. But I agree with you. I think they're going to they're, – they're, I wouldn't say they're a shoe-in, but they're without a doubt they're, – they're definitely going to be one of the two teams in the wild card. I really thought, you know, two and a half, three weeks ago, Mike, they were going to make a big run at the Red Sox. I don't know if that's going to happen right now. Well, without Tanaka, it won't. You got uh, it. And, if, and, and if Severino ever hits a wall, which could happen here, I don't think they have enough starting pitching. Their bullpen's really good, but I don't think they have enough starting pitching. Plus, I'll tell you, they need Holiday to come back. I know everyone talks about Judge. When this offense went in the season, Castro was good. He really was, but, and they need him too. But Holiday was enormous, and they missed that professional bat. And he came back, and I think he lied to himself and lied to the team and said he was fine. He was awful. He was terrible. All he was doing was hitting the double plays or striking out, and he killed the team. And if they need him to come back. If he comes back, they could have a good September. I think they really need his bat in the lineup. 100% agree with you. And I think that's been a big loss. And I don't know where he is. Even if he says he's getting close to coming back, I don't know if he's going to be himself, though, because I'm not even sure they know what's wrong with him yet. I still hear rumblings that they're not sure they pinpointed exactly what was going on. Was it an ear infection? Was it Epstein-Barr? Was it this? Was it that? Was it a virus? Who knows what he had? So he really struggled, and he didn't look anything like himself. And all he were getting was six four threes every night, uh, you know, and it was a, a big problem. And Judge had to find himself, which I think he will. The thing I'd watch for right now, Dan, is I think Sanchez is about to explode. I think he's looked great the last three or four days. Best I've seen him all year. He hasn't really had a monster streak. I wouldn't be surprised if he went on a tear right now. 
I agree with you. You know what was funny about a week to ten days ago, right? Joe Girardi came out and you know they questioned his catching. Like, listen, they, they got to wake him up. Maybe that served as a wake up call. You know, maybe that kind of woke this guy up a little bit. Listen. He, his bat's going to carry him. He's one of those guys. He's a really good catcher, Mike, when he's hitting. But I'll tell you a guy that's impressed me. I think all three starts Sonny Gray. I know the first one they threw the ball around and kicked it around a little bit, but I thought he was really good last night. Into the seventh he inning. He was good last he night. He was really, really good. He's held up his end of the bargain. They're going to need him, and I agree with you. They need him and Severino to not miss many or any starts the rest of the way if they're going to secure a wild card. You know what was interesting with him, which I hadn't seen so pronounced, maybe you have, Dan. We're talking with Dan Plezak, MLB Network. He really slows that uh, windup down to that really makes the fastball jump at you. You know, you know because he, 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 he really slows that windup down almost to a crawl. It does. You know what he reminds me? He has a lot of different looks. He's in, in some way different kind of arm angle, but a little bit of what David Cohn used to do. Exactly. That too, right? David Very Cohn much would be like quick, yes. and then he would slow down, and then he'd have that slight hesitation, and you never could gauge what yep. David Cohn was doing, and I think that's the same thing with Sonny I, I, I don't think he's got his talent, or, and I didn't see any Laredo, but I mean, but I agree with you. He's tricky is what yeah. he is. He's a little bit of a thing, and he's tricky out there. He was, he was good last night. I mean, he really was. He only made one mistake in the game. He was really good, and DeGrom was furious that he walked Headley, and it cost them against Ellsbury. That, caused, no that was the difference in the game. That was absolutely the difference in, in, in that game. Uh, tell me right now, you believe in the Cardinals, or you don't believe in the Cardinals? I don't. Um, I, 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 I want to... But but I, I've just seen too much. They they take two steps forward, two steps backwards. Uh, I, I admire what they did climbing back in this thing. They're game behind the Cubs right now. I get that. Um, they just don't have the pitching. You know, we we used to at the network here. We used to call them the St. Louis Cardinals pitching factory. It was one after another after another. And I I don't think their pitching is as good. Mike Leake got bounced around a little bit last night in Boston. Um, I think their pitching is short. Their bullpen's picked it up. They're not a real good defensive team. Dexter Fowler's been a godsend for them. I keep waiting for the Cubs to wake up out of this coma, Mike. They're six over. they got a game-and-a-half lead. But I think what we see at the Cubs, we might see the rest of the way. I was expecting one of those 15-5 and five runs, one of those 16-4 and four runs. I don't think we're going to see that. I think the Cubs are going to win the division. But I don't think they're as good as they were last year. With that said, though, if they get in, Mike, they could, go, they could roll the table and get to the World Series again. Two teams that are just, you know, just finishing the season and not well. Would you be more concerned about Houston or more concerned about Washington? Houston, and I'm going to tell you why. I, I, Dallas Keuchel spent too much time on the DL for me, and Lance McCullers has spent too much time on the DL. They're going to have to do something, and I'm hoping they pull the plug and they do something, whether that's Justin Verlander or whoever that guy is. They're too good of a team, Mike, to go into the postseason, uh, to go into a series and get bounced out. They have the best offense in the American League. They can run. They can hit. They can throw. They can do a lot of things. Their starting pitching scares the crap out of me right now. And unless Keuchel is back to his form and McCullers is back in a really good form, their 3-4-5 three, three, don't scare anybody. They're going to have to beat you by slugging you. And, Mike, you know as well as I do, that doesn't work in October baseball. Very rarely do we see... Seven to six, nine to eight games no. in the month of October. They're all close. They're all nail biters. And unless they go out and get a starting pitcher a la Verlander or whoever that guy is, I think they're going to be done in the first round. That's just well, my opinion. 
the way you set these playoffs up now, schedule-wise, you're setting them up so that teams that have pitching and have power pitches are going to win. I Absolutely. mean, that's how you, Absolutely. You set, you set, because you can rest got, guys. You can throw a guy yes. game one, game three, and he's going to be on three or four days rest. 100% agree. Yeah, and you're setting it up for those teams to really make a big difference. You you really are. And, and to me, you know, it, it might be better if they took some of the days out, off out uh, of the of the postseason because that it would make for a more – you have to use your your roster more, as a matter Absolutely. of fact. Absolutely. And you know? I think, Mike, and, and that's what – I haven't really been buying into the Dodgers all year. But, listen, they're 50 games over, 84 uh, and 34, right? They're, you know what? They're, they're, starting to, they're starting to look like the 84 Tigers. They are. And the they, 84 uh, Tigers uh, they, never blink. They that, never and, blinked the and, whole and that's year. That's what they're doing right now, Mike. And you know what? Alex Wood wins his 15 game last night. You Darvish has been terrific in his starts. They 50 get Clayton Kershaw back. Over. That's 50 crazy, games. right? Mike, think about it. They could lose every game the rest of the year. They're going to be a 500 over a 500 team. 50. They could lose I mean, every game the rest of the year. That team is is scary, and they don't. Let's be honest. They don't really have a weakness. They don't. And the only thing is, they're going to need Kershaw. But I guess the argument well, against there. that would be he's he'll never be been there. that good in the postseason. But with you, Darvish, and Alex Wood right now, their bullpen's lights out. Uh, Kenley Jansen has been terrific. Their setup guys that don't get much of attention are good. They got different heroes every night. They're a good team. And it's, they're, they're really, really good. And you know who else is? Uh, Arizona, uh, uh, Granke's, he's had a great year. He really has. If you get Granke in one game, if you're Colorado, you know, that's going to be tough because Granke's had a great season. Oh, he's been terrific. He, yeah, and he, you know, if, if it's Colorado and Arizona in a one game, I mean, if you get Granke in that one game, it's going to be a tough, a tough game. And we've seen, absolutely. And we've seen that. I sat here last year when, you know, you know the Mets, you know, you know basically, you know, they, they had a great pitch game, but the other guy pitched a better game, and they wind up losing. That's the, no way, that's the way it works. No you know? doubt about it. And the Pirates, they got knocked out two years in a row, winning 98 games because that's, they ran into a hot pitcher in the game. Absolutely right, and that's all it's about. You, you get one hot guy at the right time, and Jake Carey was that guy two years ago against the Pirates. He had that magical second half of the season. All of a sudden, the Pirates have a good year, and boom, they're one and they're done, and they're going home. Or well, Keuchel against the Yankees that night. The Yankees hit one hard ball the whole game. I mean, absolutely. it was, it, you know, so those games are tough. You know, when you run into that one pitcher, it makes it a very tough situation. It really does for, absolutely. you know, a lo- long season to lose in one game. Right. You know, so to me, you know, it, it's funny. What, if you look at it, I, it'd be hard for the Dodgers. If the Dodgers now, with what they've done, don't get to the World Series, it would be a bitter defeat. I mean, it no would question. really be. No they have to. Question. This year, they have to get to the World Series. 100%. Particularly when they go and they make a move and get a guy like you, Darvish. They're all in right now. Their position players are good. They have never been positioned better to win the whole thing than they are right now. They're the team to beat. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can lose the World Series. It happens. I mean, we've seen a lot of great teams. In, in my lifetime, I saw a lot of great teams, whether it was uh, Tony La Russa's A's, whether it was uh, Earl Weaver's Orioles. Uh, I've seen plenty of big teams lose the World Series, but they got to at least get to the World Series. Exactly. I mean, I, I, but I don't think I don't think anybody's going to stop them, Dan. I, I don't see I don't see Washington stopping them, and I don't think I don't think the Cubs. I, I I know you could probably think the Cubs could, but I just think it's going to be the Dodgers' year this year. Yeah, the only thing is, you go into a season that's going to be the uh, Clayton Kershaw. His his kryptonite has been he's not been a very good pitcher in the month of October when it's really counted. And I think if you have one thing that he has to get off of his back or get off of his career is if he has a big postseason, I think we're, then everybody's going to say this is without a 
doubt, one of the greatest pitchers we've seen in the last 50 years. That's the one knock that the Dodgers have. If Kershaw pitches like Kershaw and Darvish pitches like Darvish, they're going to the World Series, Mike. Talking with Dan Plezak, MLB Network. You know, talking about pitchers, uh, I was telling, talking to someone during the Yankee game the other night, and I said, this is as dominant as I've seen anybody in a long time. Sale was, has been so dominant. He was so good. He was Randy Johnson good in that game. He was yeah. uh, Roger Clemens good in that game. He was, you know, Pedro at his best good in that game. I mean, those guys weren't even getting decent swings off him in that game. He is. He's a real unique bird. I mean, he's not the kind of guy, like, if you if your son threw like he did in the backyard, you'd be like, ah, I don't really like those mechanics, right? But it works for him. And that was the knockout when, when the White Sox drafted him out of Gulf Coast College in, in Florida, right? Like, unorthodox arm angle. He's right. made it work. He looks like he's an arm injury waiting to happen, but he, his velocity is as good as it's ever been. His breaking ball is better. His changeup is better. He's the best pitcher. He's a slam dunk to win the Cy Young in the AL. But I tell you what, the Red Sox, they're going to need somebody else behind him to pick it up. I like the Red Sox. I don't love them. But you have, they could be the best team in baseball the days that he pitches because right now he's the best in the AL, hands down. His four-seam fastball right now is deadly. Oh, electric, I, I, right? Absolutely. Amazing. It's, it's as good as I ever saw Randy Johnson's. I mean, and it is weird the way he snaps that ball. I mean, it really is. and It's almost like he's – I don't want to say he's dropping down, but he's almost coming just from that side angle. It's, it's such a weird way to throw the ball, and it, it's incre- even the right-handers, it's tremendously effective. And that's the key you touched on, Mike. He throws into right-handers as well as any lefty in baseball. So – you're looking for that hard, sweeping, breaking ball, right? And he's not afraid to stand a righty up. He throws his fastball to both sides of the plate. The biggest change, his changeup has gotten so much better now, and he'll throw it at any time and any count. So he slows you down, and he makes 95 look like it's 100. And then he can get it up there to 97, 98. Right now from the left side, he's a nightmare. He might be – listen, it's hard to say because when Kershaw's healthy, but this guy right now, active pitchers, he's the best lefty in the game without a doubt. Yeah, he. I think this year he's been the best pitcher. I mean, you know, his no average his average thought this year is seven innings, five hits, one run, one walk, twelve strikeouts. That's an incredible line yeah. to have as your average line for the season. Five exactly. hits and, and twelve strikeouts. I mean, that's a heck of a deal. And he's had an incredible. He has pitched unbelievable. I I never thought he was as good as he's been this year. He has been sensational this year. Fantastic. And you know, and, you know, and else going has deep been, into games and going deep into games too. And the other guy that you have to stop and give credit to is Scherzer. I mean, he does it all the time, too. That guy just, you know, you have a guy that durable. He's unbelievable, Scherzer. He is. And, and, you know, the knock on him early in his career was he wasn't a very good finisher of games, right? He was one of those guys that could get into the sixth or seventh. Then all of a sudden it was like turn the bullpen over. And, like, you know, he was one of those guys that about 85 to 90 heaves, and then you weren't going to get it. He's, he's, he's anything but that right now. He's a horse. And he's one of the top pitchers in the game of baseball, without a doubt. Four really good pitches. And what I like the most about him, Mike, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. He attacks guys. He attacks the strike zone. He's a really good pitcher. All right, Dan, before you leave, tell me this uh, and tell the audience this. 
uh, as a former lefty reliever in your own right, what is wrong with Chapman right now? Uh, I think some of it is physical, but I think part of it is mental. And, and when, you, when you are a dominant flamethrower like he is, listen, what Devers did to him the other night, that rattled him a little bit. I don't care what you say. When he blew Hanley Ramirez, he blew Hanley Ramirez up, made Hanley Ramirez look like a little leaguer. And normally, when Chapman comes in and when he's good to the first hitter, he's usually good the rest of the inning. His problems are he just too many walks. He came in, boom, 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 throwing fire. And I think Devers, he took a swing at a 1-1 pitch up in the zone. I thought, oh, this poor guy. I actually felt bad for him thinking, boy, they have to let this, let this young guy hit against Chapman. And two pitches later, he takes him out to the 399 sign. And I think what happens, Mike, is I've been there. When you're a hard thrower and you're a dominant guy, and all of a sudden you get your best bullet turned around, you, all of a sudden, you, you, it, it's like that puncher that never gets knocked down, right? It, it's like the first time a guy takes a punch and gets knocked on the canvas, sometimes they're never the same guy right away. It takes them a while to get that confidence going again, and I think that's what he's, he's going through, a little bit of this hamstring issue, but I think his pride's taken a little bit of a hit, too, in the last couple of days. When a guy, when is the 103 now, all lefties been attendee the other night? Uh, even Morlin the other night, Devers on Sunday night, the lefties never used to touch him. Now they're right. hitting ropes yeah, off it's, him. It's confident. Is it, it because he's straight? Is he straighter nah, than he no, was? No, no, no. You know what it is? It's like now that now that when guys around the league see, like, boom, Devers take him opposite field and they see lefties hit him. And, and, and you go back to the postseason last year, Connor Gillespie had a big hit off of him. Again, when he was with the Giants, when, when he was with the Cubs last year. So that air of invincibility, that air of, hey, when he comes in, it's over, it, it's not quite there anymore right now. And, and I think he needs to get his confidence back. He needs to get healthy first and foremost. And then I think he needs to get that, to get that edge. And the only way you're going to get that edge back is to get out there and start seeing some results and some swings and misses and some one, two, three innings. He needs that more than anything, Mike. So he, like the gun, he's like a gunfighter who's lost his confidence. You got it. Exactly. That's all it is. All right. Thanks very much, Dan. You got it, Mike. Thank you.